I'm your host, Dean K. Dabosky, and we are about to talk to some really interesting people. Get ready. Are you ready? I, I'm ready. Are you ready? All right, let's go. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, so, so what's your official title? Associate Director for your Experience, First right? Experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What does that entail? Give me the quick rundown. Uh, working in the Ronner House on College Road. Uh, beautiful house. Overlooks Gasson. Hear the Gasson bells every day. That's must be nice. It's perfect. I love it. Mm. Um, we work with orientation. So plan every orientation. The Compass Program, which is a mentoring program for first-year students of color in their first semester. And then 48 Hours, which is like a transition retreat for first-year students. So right. a lot of the programs that kind of get students ingrained into the culture exactly. system. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And trying to get them focused on BC, help them with transition, build connections, make friends, and kind of just that like little one-stop hub for uh, the freshman class. I know that's definitely tough for a lot of people coming in. Oh yeah. Such a culture shock yeah. coming come to college. Oh yeah. My first uh, my first four years at BC, I was resident director, and three of them I was an RD for freshmen, and it was just amazing to see how they come into BC and how they transition coming from everywhere and it's a it's a unique experience right it's funny seeing how some of the students change so much get oh from the God. first week. Oh, I did yeah. um, uh, the Discover Boston program. Nice. So my roommate from last year and I were like partners. We let okay. the group in, whatever. We went to the Commons, which is awesome. Yeah. And so we met like 20 kids, whatever it was, 20, 20 freshmen. And they were like all quiet. <laughs> None of them knew each other. No, exactly. Uh, which is my favorite part about that program. <laughs> it's not so much discovering Boston as no. it is just meeting people exactly. you know outside of the school environment Growing up and uh what i talked to them at orientation or like i divide them into their groups during the orientation this past summer mm-hmm. and they uh would i would always say like go up to people introduce yourself it's not weird it gets weird like if you do it in like maybe january february right, but maybe. september october go up introduce yourself to someone have fun uh, and make this place start to feel like home. Right. Like special. Take advantage of the beginning. Exactly. You know, all the all the good opportunities they have. Exactly. So, exactly. so but orientation. That yeah. all starts with orientation. It all starts I mean, with orientation. I don't know about you, Will, but like I have my orientation friends that I'm still friends with, yeah. but they're known as my orientation friends. Really? And then there's like everybody else. And obviously, you know, mix and mingle, whatever it is. But like I met these people first. Do you still remember like the name of your OL, the people in your group? Oh, or? yeah. Actually, uh, uh, my OL was my sister's best friend from home. Really? But she moved uh, in like seventh grade or okay. whatever. So they moved to Miami. Yeah. And I happened, happened, I'm sure there was something, some pulling strings there, but I happened to end up in her group. So I already knew my orientation leader oh, for years. Right, there really you ironic. go. That's yeah. awesome. It worked out. Small world. Worked out very well. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, knew my orientation leader, saw her all the time. And nice. that was great. That was great too, having an upperclassman right off the bat. Yeah. Real nice. Yeah, it really helps. But how does that program, like, what's the uh, the setup? How does how do you get the orientation leaders? Do they come to you? Do you come to them? No, we hire. We're uh, application for next year orientation is opening next week, so November fourteenth, and bringing folks from orientations hired a kind of by school. Uh, and so we want a diverse group of folks that come from all four of the undergraduate schools and involvement areas. Um, but we go through the process of interviewing them, seeing who's interested. We have a videographer, we have coordinators, uh, and kind of bring together a team of 40 folks that come from all over BC. This year's group was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I, didn't st- I started in first year experience in May, and so I was transitioning in just as they were sort of transitioning in. 
Uh, so we experienced orientation kind of together for the first time, and it was pretty sweet. They're a very welcoming bunch. It was That's a good awesome. Group. Yeah. Yeah. I've, kudos to the videographer. <laughs> he was great. Everything. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he would stay up way into the late nights uh, on Monday nights, getting videos ready for orientation for like the Tuesday uh, when people were done with orientation, and mm. it was kind of like a good way to show the memory, show the parents who weren't with the kids, the students. Uh, kind of what they were doing over the last couple of days but it was cool to see the community coming together too definitely definitely yeah. and i would say having a good orientation leader kind of makes or breaks it the does, whole it experience does, it does, it definitely does. does i was uh like i said with ainsley ainsley kohler i don't know if you remember her i don't um but she was mine last okay. year and then uh we did a partner up group with lubin's group which was awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, he, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. whatever. <laughs> um, but that definitely made the experience so much better. Oh, Plus, yeah. he was like forcing us to introduce ourselves. Exactly. I mean, he, mean, he definitely understands the the tentativeness. It was the presidential presence. At it had to be. Time. Exactly. He had to, he had to make sure it was it was intact. So it was yeah. good. No, that was, was great. So having him there was definitely great. Yeah. Um, but overall, orientation is a great experience. So yeah. how do you how do you decide like what activities to like shuttle different kids to? How to get them really ingrained? Best? It's it's big. In a lot of the orientation program, so it took a two-year, maybe three-year hiatus over COVID. I think it was two years of summer orientation. And I think that allowed the folks who were planning it at the time to relook at, see what changes may have needed to be made. But it's a pretty set schedule of Sunday is kind of with your families. And then as you get into Monday, Tuesday, you go through class registration trying to figure out all right what what makes a bc experience unique and what is important for people to get in the summer so you want them to know a little bit about the service that we have here you want them to know a little bit about how to make like, good decisions how to make friends how to get involved uh, and so it touches on all parts of the student experience but in very small ways because it's the summer and so people get really excited over the summer they go home they sometimes forget about what it is that they actually did during orientation uh, but it's just trying to get people excited for for being at BC, what what like this place that they're going to be at? Hopefully for four years. Hopefully they're going to call home. Uh, we talk about transitioning in and uh, how can orientation be a part of like what gets people amped to be on the heights. It definitely works. <laughs> I mean, coming out of high school, obviously it's everyone's scared to yeah. go to college, but. Uh, I did the first, very first pro orientation group, and right. you know, right off the bat, yeah. So you're like, an eager one. I was eager. I yeah. was ready to go. Yeah. I was like, "Get me out of here!" Yeah. Like, Fuck, yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> this, this year, the uh, the first group was like the shy group. The second group okay. was on a different level. Got it. It was, it was interesting it. how that worked out. Normally, it's the first group. You get the most eager ones. The first couple groups. They're ready to go. Oh, exactly. Ready to go. Exactly. Do but, they have different identities? The different groups. I think that sometimes they do. Near the end, they're a little bit more shy, a little bit more reserved. Mm. Uh, the beginning ones tend to be a little bit more eager. Tend to have. Uh, just a certain amount of ex certain level of excitement uh, and there's something in the air that uh, they kind of bring with them especially right. in June like some of them they haven't even graduated high school and they're going to their college orientation and so get excited exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it works really it works and I was excited the whole rest of the summer yeah you no know, to see the orientation friends yeah. <laughs> when I get back um, but yeah that's a great program that is definitely a great program how do you decide what, because I know we went through a bunch of modules yeah. while we were there. How do you decide what's the most important things to highlight in those three days that were there? Uh, it's one of those things that we're 
so I wasn't involved as much with like the planning of mm -hmm. the orientation part. We're looking at how can we change orientation to make it make it unique, make it different. What sort of things is orientation missing? Uh, but it's a lot of it. The main part of when people come to orientation register for classes, uh, which is a real stressful time. I'm getting texts, text messages. I'm teaching a class in the fall. And like I'm teaching a cross currents class. It's one credit pass fail class, uh, and I've been getting texts about, hey, if your class fills up, can you get me in your class? And can I you do this or that? Uh, and I think registration is like the big thing that everyone gets stressed out about, even with orientation. Mm -hmm. So you build everything around planning for classes and then registering for classes uh, while also having some fun along the way. And so there's scenes which the orientation leaders act out on Monday afternoon and Monday night where they take like social situations, academic situations, right. uh, and try to find different ways of connecting with the crowd and we had some pretty good actors in the uh yeah, well, couple, well ranks yeah. yeah exactly um but it's making trying to see like even for you like what what about bc do you want someone coming in to know and it's trying to then see all right how can we make that into an interesting program for 300 people all to listen to at once and so a lot of it's like being talked at uh but also trying to find ways to do small groups and uh get them excited yeah is highlighting that even upperclassmen go through some of that stress too. Oh, exactly. It makes, it makes you feel a lot better oh, yeah. about it for yeah. sure. I do remember that was chaotic. <laughs> it was I also it got is. really lucky there when I had like one of the first couple of pick time groups there. It's been downhill since. Yeah. You know, pick times right. have been terrible, terrible since then. Just yeah. absolutely atrocious. None of your classes. Nothing never. I want. I nothing. never got them. No, I went to a meeting today with my advisor about that and she was like, good luck. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but yeah, I, that is definitely the highlight. Yeah. I'll say that. Um, so actually, I want to ask about 48 hours soon. Yeah. We'll talk about this a second ago. Just had a so, retreat last weekend. Yeah. Last weekend. La starts early. It was awesome. Of, right? yeah. yeah. We did one in November this year, one in December, and two in February. Okay. What's the goal of 48 hours? In a sentence, what would you say? What's the goal of 48 hours? Get people connected and allow them to talk about their transition while building a community at BC. Okay. Uh, we have great lead teams. We have a stack. I'm doing the February one. We have a pretty stacked team at the end of February. Stacked. stacked. Absolutely stacked. Uh, but it's, it's really cool to see in a retreat sense how they talk about transition, how they hear from junior and seniors talking about, all right, what was a challenge that they had their year? Who are conversation partners that they had along the way? Um, it was just a really good time to get off campus on Cape Cod. Uh, most of them are right on uh, the water. This one was at a water park because really? the place on the water had a wedding or something this past weekend. But the other three are uh, right in Falmouth, right on the beach. It's beautiful. It's pretty sweet. That's a cool program. Yeah. And that's, like you said, mostly about like reflecting on your, your beginning of the college experience. Yeah, and your transition. And a lot of times it's folks who maybe haven't found that place at BC, haven't found that connection, and 48 hours can be that turning point for them. You hear so much about, at least from sophomores, juniors, seniors, how 48 hours was that really memorable moment that they knew that BC was the right place for them. Uh, and so something we're trying to do is how can we make sure that as many freshmen can go on 48 hours as possible? Because right now I think like 500 550 can go and how can we up that number to see if we can get a, a couple more hundred folks being able to go through the experience next year right okay that's really interesting yeah, yeah. it's a good retreat it's fun yeah what kind of um like sessions go on during that retreat is it upperclassmen talking upperclassmen talking there's 12 leaders on each retreat uh six individual talks from like all right when you came into college what are your expectations versus what was the reality uh, who is a companion on your journey, like conversation partner, faculty, staff, mentor that you talk to, upperclassmen even. Uh, there's two panels talking about snapshot moments, like what's a moment in your first year that you remember as if it were a picture and it's like a photograph 
like a memory in your like a photograph in your memory. Um, a lot of small groups. So there's like five or six small groups throughout the weekend where the leaders and 12 people in the small group will just talk about the talks and a variety of topics. Uh, there's free time, so either the water park or going to the ocean. Mm. Um, and then just a lot of good meals. So good hotels, getting off campus, getting some good eats. Uh, and so it, it's kind of set up in a way of you have talk, small group, talk, small group with a couple other larger things in there. Got it. Yeah. Uh, the reflection aspect is real important. Yeah. I oh, will say, it, and this is kind of the first one, uh, like early November is yeah. kind of the perfect time yeah. when freshmen start to be like, I've been gone from home yeah. for a long time. That was definitely the point last year yeah. where I was starting to feel that for sure. Well, then you start to like get people to figure out, all right, I'm going home for Thanksgiving. I might be going home for Christmas. What does it mean to go home when I haven't been there in so long? And right. how to like, what's going to make me want to come back? Because that's a big, tough, like a challenging part of transition is feeling finally like you're getting settled into a uh, good situation and feeling like you're in a good like you're loving bc and then you go home and you're like oh man i miss home that so mean? much yeah. right and now i have to go back to this place and so uh getting people to journal i i'm a big reflector i love retreats at bc and i've been on a lot of the big ones that we have here and even find when i'm meeting with students like asking those questions and trying to get people to reflect whether it's like on a retreat you might journal but in a conversation just like have people verbalize how they're feeling and what's going on yeah that aspect's usually overlooked oh my God, being yeah. it's really easy yeah. to just go to the next thing oh it's so yeah which is kind of the zone i'm in right now i'm just kind of going to the next thing <laughs> if i'm being perfectly honest like we have a we have practice right after All this right. for, for um vip and then uh you know stuff tonight's pretty busy right. so but it's it can be really easy just oh, get yeah. caught up in it exactly so even just a weekend uh-huh. i can imagine that could be really helpful yeah how to get people away. doing that on like in their own daily lives oh like, yeah that's kind of the key it, it, it's trying to find like groups of people i feel like it's who you surround yourself by how, who your friends are and encouraging people to get out of their shells a little bit be authentic be genuine and mm-hmm. it's like the I, I ran a half marathon this weekend with uh i ran the cambridge half with like there were there was a group chat of like 16 people that we okay. had together and we got a big picture at the end and, and running with people, but it was all groups of friends who just supported each other and cheered everyone on. And, uh, as people finish, they just station themselves at the finish line to then cheer on their friends who are going by. And it's like, find yourself a group of friends that just want the best for you and push you like at your limits, especially when you're running like 13 miles across the, around the streets of Cambridge. It's Definitely. just something special. <laughs> I did the, uh, the army 10 miler. Okay. I don't know if you know about that one. Uh, I don't. It's uh, well hosted by Army right. at West Point. Okay. And it's in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And you just run through the streets of D.C. They close everything off. All right. It's a 10-mile race. Um, and you just run, like, past all the memorials oh, and everything. It's, it's awesome. All I right. did that. I'm have to add that to the list. Sophomore year of high school. Okay. You got to run that one. Uh, right. I did that with my cross-country team. And running with just, like, people on the team is oh really – It changes awesome. everything. Yeah. Changes running everything. with people. It, it's uh, – there's something about like just being with people in community and like I try to do that through running with people and like I know people who have found that with like friends and doing it and running but uh it's good stuff and I think that's what like when you talk about reflection it's what's going to make you to do it whether it's doing it through sport doing it in a small group finding Mm -hmm. a retreat whatever it is but take advantage of it now because uh a lot of good things that could come from it yeah at bc i know it can be hard to like oh, yeah. to find a group like that especially uh, lack of fraternities and everything like that yeah. you can't just 
get into one and then yeah. have that community, yeah. which I prefer yeah. <laughs> massively. You kind of have to put yourself out there yeah. and join different groups you think you might be interested in. Yeah. Uh, but it's a very different experience here than yeah. at a lot of schools. Oh my God, yeah. That's for sure. It's, uh, I find BC, I've been here, I've only ever worked at BC, but I went to school at other places and there's something unique about the play, like about what we have here and the community that we have here, how people get involved. Uh, the dance culture is awesome. When I, uh, yeah. the last uh, two years I worked in student involvement and so I advised UGBC, which meant we planned Showdown. Mm -hmm. And just to see everything coming together for Showdown and being able to be a part of that process, you just get to see the community at BC and it's unlike anything I've ever witnessed before. Yeah, we also just look fucking awesome. Yeah, you're so good, so good. It's <laughs> awesome, yeah. The, the themes everyone comes up with, always my favorite part. Oh, yeah. No, it's awesome. Especially last year. Apparently, this was the first year they emphasized themes yeah, to this new extent. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it definitely changed it up yeah, a little bit. it was good. But I want to talk about running because you're right. wearing a Boston Marathon 2022 <laughs> <laughs> quarter zip here, which isn't inferring anything. <laughs> no, 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 nothing at all. So you ran the Boston Marathon, big runner. Yeah. Yeah, more than running. just for the community. Oh, no, much so. It's uh, Running's changed my life over the last uh, nine years or so. Mm. Lost a bunch of weight doing it, ran a couple marathons a lot of half marathons and last couple of years have just gotten people or tried to get people into running. Uh, so I have a big group chat of like 35, 40 students and really? we'll send a chat every so often who wants to go for a run. Um, and just bringing people together. Like at this point, I don't like, I don't like running alone anymore. And I never thought I never used to like running. Yeah. Now I don't like running alone. Uh, but it's been a really cool community. Some people love running alone and it's really <laughs> I know. weird to me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> listen. To, I, when I do it alone, I won't listen. I don't like to listen to music when I run. I like to just be present and you can only right. like do that so much. Right. I like to talk. No, I de that's, that's the only aspect yeah. of it I enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I ran cross country all four years of high school. Okay. That was my sport. Oh, sweet. And, uh, like freshman through junior year, I was really into it, taking it real seriously. J senior year, the team kind of fell apart a little yeah. bit, so I lost yeah. the, the social aspect of it to that extent. But running, running definitely lets you clear your mind. It Talk does. about reflecting. I love yeah. it. I love mm -hmm. it. Nature, it's the best. Oh yeah. Especially leaf, like as the leaves are falling now, you got to try mm -hmm. to dodge them, but it's great. You know, yeah. <laughs> or the acorns. Yeah, <laughs> those, those, those are killer. Those yeah. are deadly. What was training like for the Boston Marathon? It was uh, training in the winter is really hard. Uh, you start January 1st usually for Boston. Um, and it's, I, I knew uh, uh, Jack Brocker, who was UGBC president uh, a couple years ago. Oh, right. He and I had tr did a lot of our training runs together. And so it was nice to have someone that you could do 18, 20 miles with. Um, and at the end of the day, you wanted to make sure you got your long run in and try to get like a certain number of miles in per week. And it was, it was awesome. Uh, even if you're not running the Boston Marathon, we are on the route. And so if you get up like any Saturday morning, January, February, March at like 8 a.m. and go out to the Comav carriageway, you just see the run teams and people out there with tables and water and mm -hmm. snacks just supporting and cheering everyone. And they have no idea who you are. And it just gets you so fired up for it. Yeah. Um, and then when you get to fundraise for a cause that means something to you, then like every run means something a little bit more. Uh, and just the emotion of like going through, like getting like through the tough tra training runs and like you can run 14 miles one week and it's impossible. And then 16, two weeks later, and it's the easiest run ever. Right. Uh, and so it fluctuates so much. Yeah. But it's, it's awesome. It's really interesting. Yeah. Especially having the people around. Oh my sharing. God. We talked about this with a, uh, we had the guy that runs BC Barstool okay. on here a couple yeah. of weeks ago. And he was talking about, uh, he was an athlete in high school too. So he was talking all about the importance of having the whole crowd there the whole yeah. time. Like how he's well, trying to emphasize 
Everyone stay at the football games. Yes. Don't just come until halftime. Like cheer on the runners. Changes. People yeah. don't stay to cheer on the runners when you have like this world class marathon yeah. going right down Comma Ave. And that changed a little bit this year. Uh, last year, UGBC did a really cool cheering section mm-hmm. uh, for the runners. Had some fat heads and like signs that people held up. Had a lot of giveaways. And, yeah. Like it was an electric crowd this past year. Because I would say when I ran, I wasn't quite. I wasn't impressed when we ran down Comma Ave. Right. So BC's got a little ways to go. We got to up that yeah, game exactly. a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> I, the rest of the uh, the route until like the uh what is it called? the uh, newton hills the what is it called the something hill shoe company uh heartbreak uh, yeah heartbreak yeah. hill shoe company yeah. up until like that newton, newton even road before right that there. the first uh so the first 16 miles pretty like flat a little bit downhill pretty manageable but then miles 16 to 20 is basically straight uphill yep. from um there's a firehouse down on like down com ave a couple miles like four miles down and then you're just running uphill until you get to bc and then you hit the bc hill and you see gas in and Bapst, and then it's just downhill like literally downhill from there and so really? it's just perfect yeah that is really nice yeah, it's that great. is really nice yeah and having all the people all the way along must be crazy oh too. yeah definitely it's uh it's a really like it's like a 26 mile block party has anyone ever tried to offer you a hot dog while you're running the Boston Marathon? Uh, not, not a hot dog. Beer, yes. Yeah. Uh, orange slices, you yes. You ever take that? Or? Uh, I took the orange slices. I, I, could, I don't know that I could have taken a beer during it. Uh, but uh, it's, yeah, people are offering you a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's, it, the community there is fantastic. Oh, it's awesome. That's and they're just cheering you on. Like There are some people that like are professional cheers, and they just really? love to cheer everyone on. They got the cowbell. They got the signs. Uh, and like if you write your name on your singlet and like what you're running in, you like people are just cheering your name. And so like they're like, go, Matt, go. And I have no idea who this person is, uh, but they're just like cheering me on. I was like, you. I got a they're little bit of extra. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's just sweet. It's a, it's an electric day, an electric crowd. And so if I don't run this year, then I get to cheer people on, which is just as fun. I know it's a lot a of people running it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's also also see, awesome seeing all the students doing yeah. it. I didn't realize how so many, many students are running the Boston Marathon. There's a lot of seniors this year. Yeah. 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 A lot of sophomores this yeah. year, too. Really? It's crazy. Yeah. At least it's, four uh, or five that I'm aware of. Yeah, really. I know. Actually, I know a couple of them. Yeah. Um, kind of builds the community there, too. I wonder if they That's, run together. <laughs> uh, you never know. Maybe. Maybe it'll be in your future. Maybe. Maybe. Sen- maybe. Senior year, we'll get maybe the, I'll come back to it. Exactly. We'll see. Exactly. It could be fun. Do some fundraising. Yeah. Well, that could be cool. <laughs> so it's $10,000? Uh, it, it depends. There's one that I tried to get this year. It was 8500 And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Right. Uh, I didn't get it. But uh, it's anywhere from like ten to 12000 Okay. Okay. Did you run any marathons before? Uh, ran Chicago. Uh, in 2021 so is uh chicago i I went to loyola chicago for undergrad and so chicago is like i've loved chicago and uh so about nine years ago i started running and i've lost 160 pounds over like the course of the last nine years honestly through running wow and so i had a buddy um a really good friend who had been on he'd been running with me throughout just some like half marathons i don't think we ever ran a half but we ran a lot of runs together and he got me to sign up for the chicago lottery in um March of 2020, okay. 2021, uh, and I got it, and so I had, and I ran Chicago in in October of 2021. Flew back that Sunday night because it was on a Sunday because mm. it was when the Boston Marathon was. Uh, it was in 2021. The Boston Marathon was in October because of COVID, right, and yeah. so I got back, cheered people on for Boston, and I was like, I have to run this now. And right. uh, it happened to be on my birthday in 2022, and I was like, Why not yeah. get another year older and celebrate a birthday uh, running the marathon? It was the worst birthday ever because i was just <laughs> so upset uh I, I, you know it's fun to do it but like you have expectations for yourself and uh we finished it so i can't complain there uh but it was definitely a painful birthday i would say but right. it was uh it was good so i've done two marathons uh i'm in the berlin lottery for 
Berlin in 2024. Wow. Uh, so we'll see if we find out next month if we got that. And then maybe we'll run Boston 2024 too. What would we'll that see. trip be like to Berlin? Oh, it'd be sweet. It'd be crazy. It's, I, got, I have a couple of friends who are in it together. And so if we all do it, it'd just be like running, to, going to flying out, quick trip to Germany to run a marathon and then come back. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, it'd be That'd be really fun. It'd be sweet. That'd be really fun. Have you been cool. to Germany before? Never. Been to Europe twice, but uh, never Germany. But I hear the Berlin marathon's like real flat and real nice. Okay. Uh, so. Cool no heartbreak over you there. No heartbreak. Not over. waiting yeah, for no, you. So. No, no. <laughs> and I will, uh, thankfully. It's like Ohio in Germany. <laughs> yeah, I am from Ohio. So are you really? I am. Cleveland. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are there, are there any marathons in Cleveland you're trying to run to? There is a Cleveland marathon. One day. Okay. Yeah. You get there. There's like six world-class marathons. I don't know how much, like, how many marathons I have in me, so right. I at least want to do the six world class ones, and maybe we'll get to Ohio. So what are those six? I mean, Boston, obviously. Boston, Chicago, New York, okay. Berlin, Tokyo, and uh, London. Wow. I hear they're adding maybe two more, Cape Town and uh, Sydney, but at Cape least Town. those six are big ones, yeah. Okay, got you, got you. That that would be a cool trip. Yeah. Cape Town would be exactly, crazy. Exactly, exactly. Going to Cape Town. These are run. all just excuses for you to take a flight somewhere. Exactly. I, I'm exactly. well aware of what you're exactly. actually doing exactly. right now. <laughs> take a couple of days, go, to, go do a race, you know, explore a new city, and... See what Hop else on back. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so speaking of, you said you ran with the UGBC president. Yeah. So you were advisor to UGBC, you said EMS. Yeah, BCMS uh, for the last two years. Okay. And, and then VIP, awesome. obviously. VIP the, the this greatest, year. Yeah, exa exactly. History, exactly. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's okay. my first year with VIP now that they, because they need an advisor now because mm -hmm. they're their own organization. So. We're brand new. You know, I'm cool. actually a treasurer. I, I did yes, hear that. Yes. I did hear that. I've been working there. Uh, how are we doing on the money? <laughs> Not good. No, we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> no, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> Um, no, I will say, uh, I didn't understand how much of a process getting money would be. Oh yeah. It is a, it is a process yes. for sure. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That much is true. Yeah. Um, so what does being an academic advisor of these clubs entail? Like what is your, your role here? UGBC was like very much more hands-on. Uh, BCMS was kind of a hybrid hands-on and hands-off. Um, and it's really just being a resource and helping execute programs, plan programs, run ideas by like people would be like, hey, we're thinking of doing this, what are your thoughts? And being able to give them different insights and uh, hey, I think this might work, this might not work, uh, this is who you wanna talk to, but here's how you wanna phrase it to them. Uh, and just giving like a lot of good trying to give good ideas, good insights, helping them plan events like Showdown or ALC Ball, GLC Formal. Um, and then with a group like VIP, it's more being kind of like a hands-off resource unless VIP needs anything. Mm. Uh, but I know with the dance groups, like sometimes there's a lot of need of just like, hey, this is going on or this is what we're thinking of doing. And so just being a good conversation partner, supporting the team, sure. being a being someone that can cheer y'all on yeah. on the sideline. I will say, yeah, dance teams seem pretty hands-off. Uh, I mean, they kind of just like, they, do, they do choreograph, they dance. Exactly. <laughs> they do your thing. Exactly. They do their thing. And we don't do any club-specific events. I don't think we're doing any this year. Uh, it's all like being a part of, of Showdown, obviously, yeah. Rookie Showcase. Yeah. Some of Which the I hear was sweet this year. It was great. I heard good It things. was great. Really good things. Um, yeah, no, that was a phenomenal. Uh, they moved it to the, flag, yeah. the Plex, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. We thought it would be a little bit too big. Yeah. It was perfect. Was it good? It was just perfect. That's awesome. Because I, uh, my parents actually came to the okay. one last year. Okay. Last year. All right. Uh, in the rat, in the rat and yeah. they were scared for their lives <laughs> when the flood gates opened. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thousands of people standing on tables. Hundreds like yeah. shoving in. Yeah. I was like, no, not happening. <laughs> my mom was like, if I'd fallen, it would have been over. Yeah. I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, but Plex was great. I did not expect it to fill out the way it did with the hockey game going on right next yeah. door. 
but it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. Awesome. Student involvement, I think, has been up this year. Oh, yeah. For sure. This Especially all over campus. games. Oh, uh, yeah. Selling out hockey games? We never did that. Never. Never. The last couple of years, yeah. The only time I ever saw Conti full was Showdown. Yeah. Like, that was it. Yeah. I mean, it brings the crowd. I, mean, <laughs> I was, uh, expected. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. They came for you. I mean, obviously. They yeah. want the, the white guys on VIP. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, it, it's great to see. It's yeah. definitely great to see. I don't know if you were at the Denver game. I uh, was not, but okay. I heard – I saw some pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Do you make your way out some of the games sometimes? I do. I love to go on the football games. Oh, yeah. uh, and hockey and basketball, dabble, a couple, couple games a season. Right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Stuff. Hopefully, we'll be good in basketball too. I but know. Obviously, hockey's yeah. working out just right. fine. Hockey's yeah. been great. Basketball, I think it's exciting. It's like they've really like Coach Grant's really taking the team to a new level. So it's mm-hmm. sweet to see it happen. Yeah, it's it's definitely great. Yeah. Um, do you put because I know obviously in charge of first year experience? Yeah. Do you push these games and different events like this to the freshmen, or do you just kind of like let them leave them to their devices? There. Sometimes we haven't done a whole lot of that recently. You we're, don't need uh, to. We're, <laughs> we're trying. Or exactly, we're trying to do a class of like freshman night at the Red Sox, and so I've got a guy at the Red Sox who we've been uh, emailing back and forth with to get some tickets for the bleachers for a game in April, just to try to get people off campus, experiencing exploring Boston. Uh, but we haven't done as much with the on campus games. But something I want to try to do next year is like when you think of tailgating how do freshmen know how to tailgate and as they're coming into bc like where are they going to go what are they going to do uh and so when i was in osi we did super fan zones um where we gave a red bandana game last year we gave away mm. bucket hats and i just about got tackled for a red bandana bucket hat really? oh god it's <laughs> terrible uh, i've never seen people try to go after a bucket just hat like feeding, that oh yeah they like the, the tables were like thrown to the side people are <laughs> hopping over everyone so i'm like stole three boxes <laughs> uh, it was it was rough, uh, but uh, we uh, we're trying to do like all right. How can we do like more tailgating tailgate esque superfan zones for especially mm-hmm. the freshmen so they can get to lower campus and have a place to go. Uh, so hopefully next year we can make some of that stuff happen. Right. I mean, our whole strategy was just like run out there and pray. Yeah. <laughs> someone's got free food for yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, unless you everyone's know friendly, it's tailgate. Oh yeah, yeah no, everyone's like, great. And everyone's so nice. It's like I went to Indiana University for grad school, and it's just like a different beast out there in the Big yeah. Ten network. Uh, everyone at BC is just so friendly, so nice, like very proper. <laughs> yeah. Whereas IU, it's like. Uh, Mad hole. It's a madhouse. It's say yeah. until recently, people came to BC football expecting to lose, so they were just kind of there yeah, for the fun. Five game win streak. We'll right. see what happens. I mean, well, now we're doing something. <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> What's happening? Last home games this week. I know. Uh, well, we got uh, two more. I'm oh, Miami. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanksgiving yes, I think yeah, yeah, that one's the ABC game. Is it really? Yeah. Who's the, who are we playing for that one? Uh, Miami. Okay, that's huge. That's yeah. huge. That's gonna be a tough game. I know. It's gonna be a very it's gonna close be a tough game. game, but I think we can do it. I think we pulled out. Yeah. I think we pulled out. Yeah. Uh, bowl eligibility is huge. I also, I know it's exactly. been a couple of years since before we were here. It's gonna be great. I saw some. Uh, I can't remember where, but I saw some uh, early projections of where we might go. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. See what we can get. What did that include? Uh, something in San Diego. I forget what bowl it was. Okay. A couple at Fenway, which would be that sweet would be awesome. to stay yeah. hometown. Uh, and then there's uh, what's the pinstripes in uh, New York City, I think. Yep. Yeah, Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Yankee Stadium. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. I hate we, the Yankees. We, we were <laughs> <the same. laughs> uh, that sucks. Yeah, almost right. as much as I hate the Red Sox. But, uh, <laughs> oh, are you a Cubs fan? <laughs> no, uh, Indian or well, Guardians. I guess Guardians fan. Okay, gotcha, um, Guardians. It's uh, yeah, but I, I do like a good Fenway game. Right, but right. it's no, always fun. no Pats, no Red Sox. See, right no after Celtics. you reveal, you're trying to get a Fenway thing done. You're just like, oh, I hate them. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't like. I mean, they're actually the, one of the games we're looking at. It they're against the Guardians. So <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah, there's always the inten- yeah, it's always intentional. Everyone mark your calendars. Exactly. We know when you're going to that game. Okay. That's awesome. It is awesome to see, like I said, sports on the way up. And oh, yeah. uh, 
having for freshmen especially i know a couple of the freshmen even on the team yeah. the v, uh, vip yeah. that just don't go to the tailgates because they don't have anything don't to, know do. What to do you yeah. know just um other unless you're just going with 50 people and just mobbing someone's hot dogs right. like there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing you're really on this hot dog game yeah <laughs> i really like the hot dogs <laughs> big hot dog guy what about have you had the rat hot dogs uh, People yes. call me crazy, but I think they're good. They're fine. Yeah, yeah no. they got the roller. You know, that's a step <laughs> up from boiling it. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I'll say the game hot dogs are on the way down. It's uh, oh, unfortunate right. in Conti, yeah. but you know, uh, the hockey's on the way up. So exactly, no exactly. Play. Number one team, right? Play. Yeah, yeah. So, what other ways do you try to get freshmen involved during the year mm. uh, in different activities on campus? Yeah. It's, uh, we're sending out an email to them in a couple of weeks about mm -hmm. knowing that like in this time of year, especially when you think of how you're transitioning in and trying to make friends, how your connections are at BC, mental health can start to take a little bit of a hit. Uh, so giving them some resources in that way. We've also uh, tried to open up our house or so in Ronner house on College Road, uh, right across from Gasson. And so trying to figure out different events that we could do in the front yard or the backyard to bring people around. Uh, honestly, I feel like a lot of our connection points are our staff is just filled with great people who love having conversations. And so a lot of people around campus are saying, like, email us and say, hey, I'm talking to this first year, this freshman, and they're struggling with this or that. Do you mind talking to them? And so then they come by and we have a conversation um, and try to connect them to either ourselves or if they're talking about wanting to get involved or they're talking about struggling with like this situation with their organization and trying to help them be a conversation partner there. So like a lot of our connections are people saying, hey, these people are good uh, and they're good people to get to know. Why don't you go talk to them? Mm -hmm. uh, I know a lot of the freshmen that I've met this year have been someone walking them to the office or them sending a random email uh, and being able to have a good conversation about it. Definitely. Yeah, I know uh, if you're not involved in a club from the get-go, yeah. which mo most freshmen don't even know they're supposed to do. I didn't yeah. know I was supposed to yeah. do that. I also didn't know it was so competitive oh, to get yeah. into some of these clubs. Well, some of them, yeah. yeah. They're, it's um, big, big, big competition culture here. Definitely, definitely really competitive. Yeah. But if you don't know that you're supposed to do that from the beginning, it exactly. can be difficult yeah. to find people to talk to. Yeah, just go to class, go back to your room. Like, it's no fun. Like, you yeah. got to find ways to take advantage of what we have at bc yeah and there's so much oh, there's so, so there is something for everybody oh, exactly you know it's just you hard to find, find it exactly you know, and you, you have to find one you have to like be open to talking to people about it uh and uh, like when over covid i uh was in res life at the time and was in charge of like quarantine isolation housing and so a lot of the people that we saw in quarantine isolation were freshmen and so we had so many conversations of like how do you get involved at this place and now they're seniors i guess yeah. uh, but how do you get involved at this place and make bc like like make bc home uh, especially over a pandemic and so a lot of it was like trying to help connect people to like what opportunities we have here uh whether it's dance culture mm -hmm. sports culture <coughs> academics podcast culture, podcast culture exactly. <laughs> apparently that's <what> they're <laughs> but uh that's what makes bc bc yeah a sweet place definitely that's kind of what we're trying to do here too we've interviewed uh you said you've watched a couple of them so yeah. i'm sure you've seen this but we've interviewed a bunch of different club yeah. leaders you know trying to give people options yeah. and trying to push it out with those clubs yeah. so people can can see that they're there as yeah. opportunities. And I, our next step is trying to reach the freshmen more mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, they would benefit most yeah. from this for yeah. sure. Um, because obviously, I mean, we're only already sophomore, only sophomores and like we're already kind of in in our clubs, yeah. you know, but freshmen, that's not the case. Yeah. So trying to reach those freshmen and, and tell them, look at all of the opportunities. And this is like a 20th of yeah. what's available. Exactly. There's so much that we have here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. 
trying to reach it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> trying to expand a little bit. Exactly. Taking yeah. advantage of it all. Yeah, yeah. Do you always have like a like a uh, email list or something that people can go to to like see what's happening on campus, what different clubs they can join, how to how to reach you guys even? Uh, us is bcfye at bc.edu is our big uh, thing, but there's the I worked in F. Uh, OSI for two years, but I can't remember what it was. My BC. Uh, yes. Or like all the orgs are that people can figure out what they want to get involved in, how they want to get involved. And so it's trying to take advantage of it, but it can be really overwhelming. And so I think it's just trying to see, all right, what, like what makes sense and what do you, like how do you find some of those connection pieces? Because I think so much of like what happens at BC is people get overwhelmed because of all the options and they just give up and don't do anything. So it's right. trying to like talk people into doing it and getting getting engaged like there's people like i'm not the only person that likes this but like there's staff members that love having conversations with students and getting them connected and all you have to do is just do a quick ask of like hey i want to get involved and this is what i want to do um and i think sometimes to like find those things you need other people it's hard to like look at a website of 200 organizations and be like ah that's the one that's the one for me vip mm. gonna go yeah, gonna go try what does it mean you know yeah I, my bc is a great resource that's oh, yeah. for sure i will say it is it's definitely contingent on knowing what you're looking for exactly you know? that's why i think you need people because right. it, it's you like i've even tried to search and someone said like hey i want to get involved with this and i've gone to it um and there's just so many different orgs that do so many different things mm. uh and trying to find out like what's the best for you do you want to do service do you want to go on a retreat do you want to join student government do you want right. to do another club like what is like what type of like what type of vibe are you trying to get out of your involvement right definitely uh, i will say we use my bc as a way to find people to interview okay <laughs> that, yeah. that, that was our strategy at yeah. the beginning of the year that's how we found a lot of these people yeah. um and even though my bc is great and you can see every club on campus sometimes the descriptions are lacking because yeah. it is up to the club yeah. obviously to put yeah. that in and some Make of them just updates. decide not to yeah. um so you know, shout ourselves out, pat myself on the back a little bit here. Uh, you know, yeah. giving them time to talk about their stuff is like key. So right. if everyone were to have like a video or you something, you provide the page, outlet. I provide the outlet. Yeah, don't don't tell me that. You goes <laughs> you goes already up there. I don't need that more. Yeah, well. Uh, but that is a great resource. That is definitely yeah. a great resource. And introducing to that, I know you went over that probably at orientation a little yeah. bit, like how to how to use my VC. Uh, not quite how to use my VC, but how do you get involved? How right. can you? like take advantage so how do you like what do you want to get involved and in? let people talk about it let people share about it because um, it's everyone loves a microphone and mm. so there's a session that I did that changed it up and made it more engaging and so had like instead of like lecturing at people for uh, here's here are the resources that you have here opportunities you have having the orientation leaders talk a little bit about their involvement asking the freshmen all right what do you want to get involved in and just letting people see some of the interests in the room together and so it's like letting them talk about it and sometimes that gets people more excited definitely i would say everyone does love a microphone <laughs> that is for sure <laughs> just because they like it doesn't uh, mean they know how to use it, it. This is true. This is true. That much. <laughs> or yeah. that you want to hear exactly all that they're saying. It's like, all right, let's tone it down a little right. bit. But right. There are definitely stuff. beneficial speeches. Yeah. I will say um, a vast majority of speeches, they could be shorter. Oh, yeah. Is all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Always. Know, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So especially at orientation when you're getting to know everybody, <laughs> you want you want to figure out what's your thing yeah. when you're at BC first exactly. getting there. You exactly. It's kind of important. Everyone's like, taking it all in that. and like they're, they're taking they're, they're, they're listening to you. Uh, while they're also trying to be like, all right, like there's that person, we're going to be boys, or like there's a, this other mm -hmm. person, I want to go meet them. It's just a, a different sort of atmosphere. And it is, it is always funny thinking about it like that because expectations versus reality yeah. is very rarely, oh my God, yeah. very rarely similar. Be, can be equally good, yeah. you know, like what you're hoping for 
could be completely different than what you get. Like, I was not planning on joining a Latin fucking dance team <laughs> when I got to campus, but here we are. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it worked out. You yeah. know? Like, and it's just helping kids realize, like, you're here. Everything could be completely different than what you think it's going to be. That's oh, exactly. Fine. That's okay. Like, you don't need to – your roommate, your freshman year is not going to be your best friend. And right. probably they may not be your roommate your sophomore year. Like, you got to just take things in stride and, like, be open to what that experience is. Mm-hmm. Um, and be gentle to others. Someone was telling me the other day of the, this quote that they heard from someone. Not even quote. Just, like, a story of just being gentle to yourself. And uh, I think as I've been at BC, it's gotten me more open to, like, how do you give advice to people and how do you calm people down when mm-hmm. they're so stressed out about an exam? or so stressed out about like friendships, relationships, whatever it might be, and trying to get people to take a step back uh, is something that like everything seems just so overwhelming when you're doing it alone. And so it's just trying to like be that voice of reason for other people or yourself. Really hard to do. Oh, yeah. Especially because you're trying to give advice to somebody and they're just sitting there thinking, he doesn't know what I'm going through right now. You have have no idea what I'm doing. It's like, yeah, but test me. (laughs) Try me. (laughs) Try me, buddy. (laughs) Put you in your place. Yeah. It was, uh, I was meeting with uh, a freshman a couple weeks ago and uh, we were talking. He's like, it was like, we're talking for like an hour and he's like, I haven't even asked you anything. I was like, ah, don't worry. Like, I I could tell that you needed the conversation (laughs) a different way than I did. But don't worry. Next time, I'll let you ask the questions. It'll be great. It's kind of like when you walked in here, can I ask you questions? You can ask me whatever the fuck you want, man. (laughs) I got a lot. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it can be tough. That's for sure. And you'd probably, you definitely know way more than I do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Couple more, a, a couple more years, honey. Yeah, you, you, got, you, right? got yeah. you got some experience. You got some experience. what you're doing here. Yeah, exactly. Um, how often do kids come in just to talk about their experience and ask for advice and how to improve it? Yeah. Pen, honestly, more than you would think. I think a lot of what I find a lot of my BC connections are people who I get connected. Like I, I know a friend group, and then they introduce me to other people within their group, and then someone reaches out just for a chat and a walk and a talk. Uh, sometimes it's like, hey, you want to go get lunch? And I know like lunch means more than just lunch, just mm-hmm. when you're in the line of work of working at a college. Right. Uh, and so I would say anywhere from five to ten conversations a week of just like whether it's new people or people that I've developed relationships with, just having conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that tends to be a big thing that uh, that we enjoy doing. A big part of the job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I didn't even think about that as a big part of first-year experience yeah. is actually reflecting on people's experiences. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, like, like, talking about it. Like, you, we talked about journaling earlier, and, like, people don't really like to journal. I know I don't like to journal, but if you ask me a question, I'll talk for hours and mm-hmm. be able to have a conversation about it. And so it's, it's letting people talk it out that's not quite – therapy but that's an opportunity to just like be a friendly face go on a walk share a meal um i just yeah it's great yeah. stuff so there's nothing better than you know having a friendly face exactly you, know, like, you don't need a therapist most of the time you just need a friend right. exactly know? yeah exactly so finding people get connections you know yeah is that something that you push out a lot at orientation beginning of the year like come to us like you're safe with us we try but i don't know that people believe that they can actually take advantage of it like Mm -hmm. you think of uh, the people that you've gotten to know at bc and i'm sure like most of like those close people are folks like you knew that you could have reached out to someone to have a conversation whether it's a captain of a dance team or even a professor um and so people tell it to you all the time so we tell people but sometimes you have to do more active stuff that so that people actually believe that it's normal and that it's okay to do that uh and so like sometimes for me like I ask someone how like how's your day like someone whether I know them or not uh, and if I could tell that like they're giving me the BS answer then I'm gonna call them out on and be like hey like 
I, what's Come what's on. actually going on? Like, yeah. let, let's have a conversation. Uh, and then you start to build and gain some of that trust. So as much as we say it, I think we have to act on it more. Um, but I do hope that people believe, like, if someone tells you, like, reach out, regardless of if they told you directly to reach out or you just know, like, hey, you look like a trusted resource. Let me see what's going on. Because uh, there's so many great people at BC that are just waiting there to help right. you along that journey. Like you think of like where you were even at the beginning of your freshman year and where you are now, like you're a different person. It's only been a year and a half. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, I mean, it can often be tough you yeah. know, to figure out who's like being truthful when they right. say, because obviously everyone's gonna say, use me as a resource, yeah. come to me, yeah. like whenever you need help, yeah. anything. Um, but a lot of people are just saying that, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's, so it can definitely be tough, especially yeah. when you're, like we said earlier, coming into a brand new environment, yeah. you know, you don't know anybody yeah. here. You've got like a, a blonde kid with a middle part living next to you and you yeah. don't know if you can trust him or yeah. not. Like it's, everything's weird, you know, yeah. <laughs> it can be tough to know, you know, who can I actually go to? That's why then you have a group chat of like 35 freshmen to seniors and all you, of whom you, run, you, all <laughs> of whom run and you're like, all right, let's get a couple miles in and let's get it going and, uh, we'll see where the conversation takes us. Yeah, definitely. You know? What is, uh, does first year experience have any other big events coming up this year that we haven't really touched yeah, on? we got three more uh, 48 hours retreats mm -hmm. uh, that still have space for freshmen. And so trying to fill those up to be able to give them the experience of like enjoying a retreat atmosphere. Uh, planning orientation, which will be really key for it. And then we're trying to figure out what, what events can we do. And so student affairs reached out to see is there something that we could do for the seniors who didn't get a first flight. And so um, first flights where you line up on Linden Lane and you go down to convocation mm -hmm. and like it mimics what you get on commencement day. And so since the senior class didn't get that this year, is there something that we could do along those lines? Uh, we're going to try to do a Red Sox game for the freshmen in the spring. Uh, so trying to figure out like what can we do to get first year experience out there but most of our time right now is on 48 hours and orientation recruitment or orientation leader recruitment got it well uh we are running out of time but thank you so much for Thanks coming so much in for having me. and tell us all Appreciate about it. first year experience i love it clearly a great group and much more than meets the eye than what you see on my bc <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's <exactly>. for sure <laughs> exactly thanks uh, with that said thank you so much for coming appreciate it and thank you to all of our listeners until next time